Let's okay. do it. Let's get to it. Okay. Hey, G. welcome to G. the Gridiron Roundtable. <laughs> Yo, welcome to the Gridiron <laughs> Roundtable. It's your boy, Burke. And it's your boy, Dub. What's good, man? Hey, man, you know, we just out here snowed in, man. We had a snowmageddon, snowpocalypse out here, man. I think we got, like, maybe, like, 10 inches of snow. Yeah, it was something crazy, you know. We were shoveling all day. Bruh, I shoveled my driveway twice, and this one, an incline? Dog, that mug was brutal. I had to do it twice uh, just to make it manageable. Yeah, that's that's serious. Yeah. They, hey, they didn't even, they didn't even uh, shovel our street. Like, we still got fresh snow in the middle of the street. Assholes. <laughs> Bro, like, it is crazy. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. How, how, how'd y'all do in this stuff? Oh, it was good. You know, I got up early, you know what I'm saying? So, overnight, about seven hours of snow accumulating. So, I got that. I shoveled it first off in the morning. Mm-hmm. And after that, I had my kids hit it up. You know, and then at the end of the night, you know, I went out there that last time mm-hmm. and psh, blew through it, man. It was just not even half an inch left, you know. So mm-hmm. that was the yeah. goal, you know, not trying to do it all at once and just keep it moving. Yeah, this is our this is our first snow in, in the new crib. So it was like it was I was trying to figure out like the best way to, to shovel down the hill. And then of course it hit me, shovel down the hill. So right. Uh, so yeah, like you know, this it was like mostly iced over. So I just slid on down and just used the body weight and just went down the hill and used my body weight and try to. So I mean, I I eventually figured it out. I'm pretty sure the neighbors was looking at me like this guy, but uh, look, got it done. Hey, some of my neighbors still haven't touched their uh, driveway, so I don't know. Same. So there's a lot of people <laughs> in the neighborhood that have not left the house. Yo, I kid you not. So you know what I'm saying. So I'm working from the office. I see mad people. Only people I see driving are people in trucks, first off. Okay. That's real. And then secondly, I was just joking with the wife. I was just like, yo, I'm going to order some DoorDash. She's like, you better not. And if you do, you better tip them well. Kid you not, my neighbor DoorDash some food. Mm-hmm. Yo, my neighbor, like you said, untouched. And I just watched that snow come up to that young man's calf muscle <laughs> with each step. Hey, but you know what? Those those guys, I'm, I'm, I guarantee you, they're getting good tips because everybody's like, you know, you gotta make sure you tip them well. They'll probably get like a lot of sympathy tips, man. So they better tip them well. Hey, man, look, if I get out there and somebody don't tip me well after I didn't mess with all this snow, man, I'm gonna take me a egg roll or something off off the top. <laughs> I'm a P and A yard. Oh. Real talk. As soon as I close that door, like, oh, word, okay. <laughs> let it go. I mean, I'm I talking about taking a fryer too. You talking about public indecency? <laughs> I'm gonna carry that. I'm gonna carry that bottle of water around that whole time. Keep that back. I'm gonna keep that bladder full, player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm weak, man. But yo, before we get started, make sure y'all check us out on Instagram. Um, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, um, Apple Podcast at the Gridiron Roundtable. If you check us out on Instagram, make sure you leave us some questions in the uh, in the DMs. We are also on Twitter at Grid Roundtable. 
And again, hit us up with some of those questions. We hit dynasty season here shortly. So hey, it's yeah, time to start. It's time to start wow. getting into these to these draft picks, man. These these uh these trades that involve draft picks and you know all that stuff. So make sure y'all hit us up. And while y'all doing that, make sure y'all hit that good old Google machine and check out Milton and Jones handcrafted.com. Again, that's Milton and Jones handcrafted.com. What we got for them, dog? All right, man. So we're gonna finish up the series talking about players at the top 12 position. Mm-hmm. Wrapping it up with the top 12 tight ends this year. Okay, okay, okay. That's how okay. we're doing it. Hey, man, which position do you feel like is the least exciting to draft, like quarterback or tight end? Oh, I like quarterback. Um, I don't like drafting tight end. But I'm going to say this. One thing – okay, so let me say this. The last few years – I have drafted tight ends very late mm-hmm. and been very successful with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, I, even with, with, with tight ends, like I'm mixing and matching them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to do that this season. I think my days of that are over. I think if I can get a top dog tight end, I don't got to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's tight end is such a cheat code, man. Cause if you get the right one, you know what I'm saying? You got bonus production out of a slot that typically isn't, you know, um, earning a lot of points. So, yeah. And I will say that um, when I look at this position, Mm -hmm. uh, in comparison to the other ones, I think this one had the least amount of turnover as to who was in the uh, the top 12 at their position. Yeah, that's true. This is the least one. Um, so anyway, let's get after it. Let, let's, let's talk about these top 12 tight ends. Um, yeah. Number one, the TE one of the year, Mark Andrews. I thought you were going to say Travis Kelsey. No, nah, not this year, bro. Not this year, no sir. But, but you know, Travis Kelsey, he was he's been the TE one for the last two, <laughs> three years. Yeah. Four years. Shit. He's been dominant. Easy money. Easy money. Mark Andrews, he came on really strong when Lamar Jackson went down. And I think that's how he solidified this TE one spot. Mm-hmm. Um Travis Kelsey, number two, the king. Um at number three. Dalton Schultz from Dallas had a good year. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know he's number three. Yeah, man. Strong. And we're talking PPR. Mm-hmm. Um, George Kittle at number four. He wasn't here last year. He was hurt, but he is back this year. Mm-hmm. Zach Ertz, who wasn't here last season in the top 12, back mm-hmm. in the top 12. The rookie, Kyle Pitts at number six. Uh, of course, he's new because he's a rookie. Big Gronk at number seven. Another newbie from last year into this year, Dallas Goder. Mm-hmm. He's a new guy. Uh, Mike Gusecki at nine. Hunter Henry at 10. Dawson Knox at 11. And Noah Fant at 12. So, Bert, I want to ask you, who is the big, out of this top 12, who is the biggest surprise off this list for you? Um, the biggest surprise off this list when I take into consideration the offense, 
Uh, for me, it's Ertz, man, because beginning of the season, he was basically like not even like borderline not even drafted. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, and then he goes to what is it? He went to Arizona. You know what I'm saying? In, in that trade middle of the season, and then it was like Arizona already had enough mouth to feed, and then you add right? another one. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, yo, this dude. I mean. I, I guess I'm not messing with him. And then lo and behold, I mean, he just started spazzing. You see that uh you see that um that that quote he had after his breakout game with the with the Cardinals? No, nah, what'd he say? <laughs> I don't know if this is like a compliment or like a, a dig at uh Philly, but he was like, yo, I've never seen so much green on the field when I'm running my routes. Because, you know, he got D-Hop they got to account for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They got A.J. Green got to account for. They got Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore. And then Edmonds, if he was healthy, can slip out, you know, or, or Connor can go out there and catch a pass. So it was like there was he wasn't like, you know, one of the main focal points in the office. He was like, y'all, I've never seen like I never had I never been so wide open in my in my career. Right. I mean, yeah, there's so many weapons out there. It's hard to account for him. Right. Period. So, yeah. And he's and honestly, you know, he's getting up there in age. But Mm -hmm. again, this type of offense, he can very, very well have that same level of production again. I feel like we're back in like 2014, 2015 time frame. It's crazy. Back when he was uh, a, a locked in tight end, at least tight end five. He was, man. It's crazy. Yep. Who was your biggest surprise? Oh, man. I got so kind of like two. So Dawson Knox for sure at 11. Mm-hmm. I think if he didn't get hurt this year, um, you know, he missed a couple of games. You know, he was very TD dependent. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's one. But then, you know, Dallas go there. Mm-hmm. You know, he stepped up in a major way. And, you know, I'm kind of like wondering if this is if this can be real. If they just signed him. Yeah, they gave him money. And like you always say, follow the money. Yes, sir. You know, but he he had a 15 game season, but y'all, he had 830 yards. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. Yo, I remember uh <laughs> Dawson Knox was like spazzing for you when we played in one of our leagues bro yeah he was getting lots of touchdowns i was like yo i think i had a comfortable lead at one point i was like yo he's doing a lot bro like he need to calm this down (laughs) yeah man so yeah i i I was was appreciating his production and then dallas godera went to like a different level once zach Ertz was gone he he had like back-to-back games and Mm-hmm. 13 and then week 15 where he just spazzed mm-hmm. um and he's was solid in championship week so you know keep an eye on him like you said follow the money okay so i want to i want to ask you this next question obviously you know darren waller was not up here this year mm-hmm. okay i think that's going to change next year but we'll talk about that in a different episode okay but outside of waller mark andrews kelsey the to me these are the big three. I mean, I know George Kittle can be up in there, right? I know. Mm-hmm. And I believe George Kittle out of this too. So let's leave out Waller, Andrews, Kelsey, and Kittle. Who do you think um, kind of just re- can replicate this production from last year? 
You said outside of who? Outside, outside of, of Andrews? The, outside of the big three at tight end, Andrews, Kelsey, Waller, and let's keep George Kittle up there. Who do you think is going to replicate this? And because, and again, I'm just – let's talk about the new kids uh, that hopped back in here. Ertz, Pitts, mm-hmm. go there. Um, who, do you think, who do you think comes back? Do you think all of them come back? Yeah, I think so, man. Um, the, the thing is, if anybody is susceptible to falling out, it's probably going to be like Noah Fant. Um, well, I don't know. Because the way this Aaron Rodgers stuff is panning out, uh, he might be a top three. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. If I had to pick one, I guess I would say, uh, no offense. Yeah, his numbers are crazy that he's top twelve. Yeah, this is just such tight end is just such a wasteland. It's just it's just really hard. Um, I guess I would say Dalton Schultz, man. I think he can come back in there. And I yeah. think he can come back in the top 12 next year. Um, I, after week one, that Dallas offense, they did like a complete 180 than what I thought they were going to do. You know, when uh, Cooper and, and Lamb had like double-digit targets apiece, and it was like, yo, mm-hmm. this is going to be like pass-heavy central. And then next thing you know, like the offense just was like, yeah, no, sorry, that's not what we're gonna do. <laughs> right. <laughs> so no, I'm with you on that. I'm definitely with you on that. Um, and I definitely want to see how far Kyle Pitts is gonna ascend. I think he is definitely he had his moment of like he was just like, I'm here in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, as the his career is gonna go, I think he's gonna have he's gonna be a dominant player, man. Rookie year, top 12. Here's my concern with Pitts, though, because that team has major holes. Um, I I don't think they should have drafted Pitts at four. I know that's going to sound real hot taking and crazy and whatever, but they're a year removed from one of the best quarterback classes, you know what I'm saying, we've had. And they still got Matt Ryan. But they also need a running back. So it's like, which one comes first? Like, if this is more of the same for Pitts, if they don't address the quarterback situation? Yeah, it, it will be. And definitely worried about that. Like, yeah, when you think about that offense, there's lots of holes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, running back, O-line. They need more help of receiver because Ridley's not coming back. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be more of the same. But, you know, we got to see what – they got it. We got to see what they build around Matt Ryan. You know, Bro, they don't need to be building around Matt Ryan. <laughs> they don't. But that, <laughs> but the coach, that is something he is. He must think he can get like three more years out of Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan three years and stuff, and after that, twenty eight to three. <laughs> so Matt Ryan's gonna turn thirty seven this year. Matt Ryan might have a year or two if he poops the bed this year. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Let's uh, uh, we'll see on that. Who do you um, think? Who did you think was going to come back into the top twelve next year? Um, I think I like Dallas go there. Okay. I you know he is made a believer in me mm-hmm. and what he can be in that offense. Um, so I think as Jalen Hurts grows a little more, I want to see what they do with Dallas go there. Go there. Hey man, shoot. 
he may believe that that organization they kick us to the curb and pay the man. So, um, I, th- I think he's a focal point going forward, yeah. man. Yeah. So let, let's talk about the notables. I know people are like, man, there ain't no notables in the tight end land. Yes. So let's talk about who was tight end 13. Mm-hmm. What, what you call him, man? Oh, Patrick Petter. Pat Fryermuth. Yes, sir. TE13. Um, and we'll, we'll get back to him in a moment. So he's TE13. Mm-hmm. TJ Hawkinson at TE15. Mm-hmm. And then Darren Waller, like we mentioned, TE18. Mm-hmm. So anything, talk about this list. What do you how do you feel about these notables that did not make it to the top 12? Um I think Fry Meath is going to be. I think he's going to be like in the realm of like a Hunter Henry, Dawson Knox, Noah Fant, touchdown dependent guys that can really be decent for you. Um, only thing is, I just wish he would have found Big Ben a little bit earlier in, in Big Ben's career because he was clearly targeting him. You know what I'm saying? He was using oh, him a yeah. lot. In especially that red zone. Yes. You know what I mean? So there was definitely um, a connection there. I don't know what they're getting ready to do. At um quarterback, but um I just feel like we were really robbed um of Watt from of Waller this year. You know, the first game he had 19 targets. He was like, Oh, this is this is nuts. And then Hawkinson was starting to break out and then he kind of fizzled and got hurt. So yeah, so yeah, Waller, he only played 11 games this year. TJ Hawkinson only played 12 games this year. Um, and so yeah, that hurts, mm-hmm. you know, that hurts. Um, and, you know, it's like, you know, as I think about the season again, and I'm like, man, I want to try to reach for a tight end. We look, so I'm looking at it, these 12, 13, 14, 15, including those notables that we mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I feel, I don't know, man, there's a, there's some decent tight ends. I feel like the tight end pool is never really great. No, but it was a lot deeper. It felt like it was a lot deeper this year. It did. I felt like there was actually some talent this year. It is. It definitely is some talent. And, you know, like the fact that Noah Fant's at 12, I definitely agree with you. Like, I don't think he's going to make it back. Um, Even though he was in it last year, just his numbers this year. Anyway, I definitely think these three guys can can propel up there and and instill some spots. Um, But, yeah, it does feel a little bit deeper than normal. Mm -hmm. Because, okay. Yeah, because because even look at let's look at 2020's top 12, right? Let's get into it. Kelsey Waller, Robert Tanyan from the Packers, Logan Thomas from the Commanders, TJ Hawkinson, Mark Andrews, Mike Gusecki, Gronk, Noah Fant, Hayden Hurts, Dalton Schultz, and Hunter Henry. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't know, man. Like, when I look at this list, I, and like Hayden Hurts had a decent 2020. But like and no offense, like just looking at like from nine down, even though they're in the top twelve, I feel like there's even more. When we look at from this year, I feel like the, the pool is open this year at tight end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the guys from last year. I mean, they're, they're basically the, it's, it's the same list like you had mentioned. Only Robert Tanyan got in, but he had so many touchdowns. You knew that wasn't going to be sustainable. Um, 
Shoot, you know, just case in point, you're just talking about Noah Fan. He went from number nine last year, falling to number twelve. You know what I'm saying? If that trend continues, he's not going to be a top. He's not going to be a top twelve unless they get Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. What do you What do you think about that Aaron Rodgers situation and what Denver's doing out there? I mean, if they can get him, they should get him. You know, they got the offense for it. Mm-hmm. You know, will it propel Noah Fan? Possibly, uh, but we'll have to see because, you know, when we talk about that, you know, I'm hearing a lot of things like, yeah, A-Rod, but I'm hearing that Denver's really trying to look at Jimmy G heavily. Oof. Yeah. Jimmy G just stayed. He's going to be – I think if there's anything that's comparable to, like, San Fran is Denver because they're going to have a good defense. They're going to have a good run game. And you not, and you don't need Jimmy G to to do much, man. That's that's just nuts. And yeah, and so we talking about it. You know, we've mentioned. You look at some of these teams we talked about, like Pittsburgh. They could be in the Jimmy G market. Yeah. You know, because Jimmy G's trying to. You know, he gonna get traded. There's the, all the confusion with a Rod. He could be. I don't know. But we know one thing: Jimmy G's gonna get traded. Yeah, that's true. And. He's gonna affect somebody on this list. It might be Noah Fan or Fryer Muse. Hey, he already he already know he about to get traded. Like in all his press conferences, he's like, "Yo, thanks, San Fran, for the ride. You know, it's it's been a great time." Like he know he about to get shown the door. <laughs> yeah, they probably told him too. They was like, they probably was like, "Look, we running with Trey right after this," and you know that could affect George Kittle. You know, I, anyway, we won't talk too much. When we when we go through the teams. Uh, we'll talk about Trey Lance's performance. Um, but yeah, man. And so, you know, I want to let's I want to talk about the targets for tight ends because I feel like when we look at this list, mm-hmm. there's not that much variance, <laughs> right? So right. let me so from like targets to to actual production. So I want to mention these top targets in 2021. Mark Andrews, you know, top to bottom, Mark Andrews, Kelsey. Ertz, Gasecki, Pitts, Dalton Schultz, Kittle, Cole Komet at eight, Darren Waller, Noah Fant, Gronk, and then Tyler Conklin at 12. Mm-hmm. So you see I'm stressing, I'm stressing two names. Cole Komet was the eighth targeted tight end. Mm-hmm. And I can't even tell you where he ended up. Probably <laughs> like list. 48. Right. And then Tyler Conklin, he definitely had some big games from Minnesota highly targeted and mm-hmm. not on there. So I would, you know, I want to keep it. I'm just going to put some stars by those two's names going into the off season um, because, you know, they got new offensive coordinators where they are. So things could change for them, um, but it's good to see them heavily targeted like that. But ugh, I don't know, man, I'm not, I think I'm changing my tune on tight ends. What do you mean? Why do you say you're changing your tune? You know, I used to, just um, use rentals at that mm-hmm. position. I would get, I would just aim for that tight end as getting me eight to 10 points and be happy with that. Cause I could consistently get that. And if they got a TD even better, but now, you know, I'm almost like, do I reach for a good top, t- you know, for a good tight end? Um, because, you know, I, I found for myself, I was definitely having it as a weakness. Uh, in multiple leagues this year 
Um, even though we had good tight ends. And I mean, you know, I had TJ Hawkinson, I had Dawson Knox, um, but they definitely, again, they were getting hurt. Um, and then they fizzled out. You know, mm-hmm. they had their moments and they fizzled out. So I don't know, man. I think I might, I might show some better love to tight ends. Like I might just try to get, might try to get a Kelsey. Okay, okay. When I well, can get him. Well, here's here's the thing, man. And this is this is how I know, you know what I'm saying? We're on the same wavelengths when it comes to this stuff. But when you were going off these target leaders, man, it was you got Cole Command. And I was like, Cole Command and Conklin, they're like, we ain't said their names the whole episode. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but um that's that's really just speaking on things that come. I I think right now it's time to get ahead of the curve with Cole Komet. Um, he could be one of those sleepers that you can get for free every draft going into next season because nobody's going to be checking for that name. Um, and the fact that he's getting targets um, so frequently amongst the tight end position, you can only get so many targets before something happens, you know what I'm saying, until the production happens. So, um, you know, we, we called it earlier in, in the season, you know, with, with Pitts when people was like, oh, he, he, he's, he's a dud, you know, like his first two games where he didn't even get in the end zone. But look, one thing that I learned about the tight end position this year more than anything um, as far as fantasy is that targets matter, but targets for tight ends is like almost twice as, as important. Um, because look, Hawkinson in the end, at the beginning of the season was getting a lot of targets, and he was putting he put up a lot of numbers. And then when you look at the weekly rankings throughout the season, like the tight end one, probably had a lot of targets, a lot of catches, maybe a touchdown. But the tight end twelve for that week might have had like two targets, two catches, and one touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. It was super, super volatile, like it, like like that that position. But just look at just look at um at Pitts's uh at Pitts's targets, man. So throughout the season, he had like like the like the first I want to say seven, eight games of the season, eight targets, six targets, three targets, nine targets, ten targets, eight targets, six targets, seven targets. Like to have at least six targets in the majority of these games outside of that one Giants game for our tight end, that's big. Like, look, yeah. Um, but this is he was just such an outlier. He had 10 targets, nine catches for 119 yards and a touchdown against the Jets. But then the week before that, he had nine targets, four catches for 50 yards. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So he just he's just all over the place, but. Won't be, I'm trying to be long-winded. I'm just saying targets for tight ends just means a whole lot more. It does. I want that heavily target tight end. Mm-hmm. I want him, you know, and I wasn't really focused on it before, but now I'm like, yo, I want to get a good tight end next year. I don't want to think about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that's that's one of the things. It's like just to have that set it and forget it um, tight end. But, you know, it's, it's just so hard to come by. And it's probably one of the hardest positions to, you know, trade because it's like 
trying to get fair value for a tight end, you know what I'm saying? It's like, how, how do you gauge what they work? Exactly. You know exactly. And you anything got, can happen. If you got, if you got like a top, you like a top three tight end, I mean, you should get a, you should get at least an RB1 in return. If you get in the mm-hmm. tight end, you know what I'm saying? If you get in the tight end that can go out there and get you a guaranteed 13 to 15 points, you need that back in a running back, but nobody's going to want to do that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So you might have more luck with a wide receiver. You know what I mean? But it's, it's one of those weird, weird positions, man. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see. And, you know, we'll, uh, they have, I think they have a couple coming out in this draft. We might, we might touch on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see if we'll touch on them. But no, man, let me say, I'll say this. Um, who, who was your favorite tight end this year? I want to wrap that up. Who was your favorite of all that we've mentioned? Who did the most work for you, man? Um, my favorite tight end right now is. Is, is, is Kittle and is, is Hawkinson because they truly play every single snap. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, they are engaged in the blocking game. And it's just kind of it, – it's fun watching those guys, like, go out and block. Like, they are, like, true um, tight ends, you know, that I, that I just enjoy watching. Um, that's, that's who I got. What about yourself, man? Yeah, man, I think, you know what I'm saying? So the one the one that did the most work for me this year is definitely uh, Dawson Knox and Gusecki. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, who I'm feeling, of course, the, you know, the top dog, Travis Kelsey. I'm feeling, I'm feeling Frymuth for sure, man. Mm-hmm. I want to see what he can do next year. Obviously, we got to see what the quarterback play is, but – I'm really high on him going into year two because I think he's just going to keep getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see, man. I think next year it's it's going to be very challenging. I think maybe not. If you think about the big the big tight ends, that hasn't changed as much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to see. I want to see if people are go. You think people will go cold on Darren Waller? You think his stock drops at all after this year? Yeah, I think so. Especially dynasty wise, I think he's going to be close to, if not thirty. Um, and you know, he just burned people so bad. But it's going to be like one of those things. Like I said before, like how, what are you going to trade for him? You know what right. I mean? Like, what's going to be a, a, a fair price for him? Are you paying for the name? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't. Right. What do you think? Yeah, is the in dynasty is definitely going to drop. I'd pay for him. It depends on the type of team I have. If I'm if I have a team that can win, mm-hmm. then yeah, I'd I'd try to pay for him. But you know, we'll talk about our teams in another episode. I don't know if uh I do I think I do have a team I could use them on, but I don't know if I'll go for them. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I'm still doing my draft evaluations and I ain't gonna lie, I'm liking what I see. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know yet. But Dynasty for sure the stock drop. I think in redraft, I mean, I think people, I think he'll still, I forgot what is ADP. Was this like fifth round this year? This year? Or was it fourth round? Well, how high was Wall's ADP this year? Oh, he was going in like second and third. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You, you he, think he's, he, 
He really burned people last year, bro. I think it definitely as uh as the season goes, mm-hmm. I think um he's gonna get a lot of hype. You think so? Just, just cause Josh McDaniels is there and people are gonna talk about how Gronk and blah blah blah. Hey, I side think- note, side note, hey, Las Vegas don't even want McDaniels there, bro. Wow. You didn't hear about that? They uh they um I guess for like his press conference or whatever, like I get I think the team wanted um the interim coach, what's his last name, Basachi or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they wanted him to be the head coach. So when so when he was named, it was like, yo, there wasn't like any of the players there at the press conference. Oh <laughs> yeah, no. And Raiders just can't get right, bro. They can't. So you know McDaniel ain't gonna last there because the team don't even want they didn't they're not even like trying to support him. Like, <laughs> oh <laughs> whoa, we'll see what happens. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Oh well look, I think we got us another one, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, hey man, look, y'all make sure y'all check us out. Um, on Google on that first page, man, Gridiron Roundtable. Uh, if you're on the social medias, hit us up, leave some questions or leave some, you know, some, some trade situations you got out there. And then while y'all at it, man, make sure y'all check out uh, our friends like Milton and Jones, handcrafted.com. Again, that's Milton and Jones, handcrafted.com. Valentine's Day is around the corner. Let's get it. And you know what? Get your get your lady some. I'm sure I'm gonna get my lady something, and you know what else? I'm gonna get me some too. Hey, you know, because fell, hey, because fellas can get it too. So fellas, why you getting your lady some? Go and get yourself some. Get yourself yes, smelling good. Get yourself feeling good. Because when you feel good, you smell good. And when you smell good, you feel good. Look, yeah, they didn't expect that first one. Hey, they they hey, you hit them with that wop wop. <laughs> <laughs> That hey, wop wop. Hey, I'm weak. But yo, man, yo, good talking football with you again, man. Always. And make sure y'all stay safe out there in that snow, man. Yes, stay safe in the snow. Stay warm. And yo, try to avoid that vid. Hey, that's what we all trying to do. And um, with all that being said, and we out. <laughs>